Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Rockets Warriors just underway. Warriors with the first bucket of the game. 2-0 Golden State. That series tied two games apiece. And yeah, the Oracle is packed. Everybody on their feet right now. Really one of the bigger NBA games of the last two to three seasons. Remember, the last two seasons in the playoffs, it's just been... Um, kind of a foregone conclusion that Golden State was going to win that series. Even in that Western Conference Final Series last year when it went to Game 7, the Rockets were so injured, kind of knew the Warriors were going to win that game and then roll over the Cavaliers in the finals. This one feels like it could be, if the Rockets were to win this one, the end of an era, but Golden State has something to say about that. We'll follow that throughout the rest of the show. Jacob Wass is here. It's Tulane Tuesdays on a Wednesday as we didn't have a show yesterday. Uh, Jacob, welcome back to the program. How are it, you, man? It's Wave Wednesdays now. Oh, there you go. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Wave, wave <laughs> Wednesdays. By the way, uh, congrats as you were telling me off the air that you have officially completed all your coursework at Tulane. Yes, right? yes, I'm officially done. I'm a new man now. As I mentioned, I, I've already done hot yoga. I'm trying new things now <laughs> that I'm a graduated man, and uh, we will see how it, where it goes from here. Yeah, indeed. Commencement ne- next week? Yes. Tulane. Next how many commencements? Do they have one commencement at Tulane, or is it multiple? There's like 10 that you can go, or 10 graduation celebrations that you can choose from, but the big one is held at the Superdome. So, yes. That's the that, one you want to be part that of. Is, that is the yeah, one of course. It'd be, be cool. Get out there on the, on the Superdome floor. Um, I want to talk about Tulane baseball, then we'll transition into talk about the AAC and, and kind of uh, their rise. Tulane struggled here the last part of conference play. I remember we were talking to you about a month ago and, and Tulane looked like they were in position to certainly play in a regional, but it's a little more up in the air now. I know, Seth, I hate to say it, but the wave's starting to crash a little bit. They really are struggling down the stretch. They've only won one in their last four. And last night, they even lost a game at home to Nichols State. So it's really not looking good right now for Tulane. They play a series this week on the road against Houston, which will be crucial for them. And they're sitting right now kind of comfortably in second place in the, in the division. They have an overall record of 28-20. and 20, But honestly, it's a little deceiving because the team, as we've mentioned, they're just not playing well really at all. There's tons of problems in terms of starting pitching, in terms of uh, relievers as well. They really are relying on star hitter Cody Hose to hit five home runs a game. And while I wouldn't put it past him, that's just not a recipe for success. Indeed. Do you think that's... They will be playing in a regional, Jacob. I, I mean, you know what? I why not? It's definitely not too late to turn it around. But if Travis Jouette just makes this team win over thirty games, it's not really much of an accomplishment. This Travis Jouette, this is his third season right now as Tulane's head coach, 
And unlike Ron Hunter and Willie Fritz, he didn't inherit a failing program. Tulane had made it to two to back-to-back regionals before he took the helm of the program. And, I mean, what's gone on this season? They've gotten swept by UCSB. They've lost two games to Wichita State. They just lost a series to UCF. So they're really not that competitive against good teams. And, and as we've said all season long, a weak schedule isn't going to do do much for them. So... It's not going to be enough, certainly, to put them into the regionals if they're if they aren't able to get a tournament win. Yeah, ten and seven in the conference, twenty eight and twenty overall. But like Jacob pointed out, they've lost their last three, so big last couple of weeks of conference play coming up for the Wave. Let's get into the the American as a conference, and I think we've kind of delved into this on pre- previous shows and we've had conversations that in every sport, not that they're on par with. Most of the Power 5 programs, but they've been very successful in football with UCF, uh, in basketball, in baseball now, as they have a, a, a top, what is it, 15 team in East Carolina. I think they're number 11 in the polls right now. It seems like that this conference is building into maybe what we'll consider one of the big six in short order. Oh, uh, let me double down on that take because there is no such thing as the Power Five conferences anymore. It is the Power Six. Just a couple weeks ago, they the ACC or the AAC rather inked a twelve-year, one billion dollar contract with ESPN. So that's going to last through the twenty thirty-two school year. And honestly, Seth, even by the time the contract ends, I might have my own building named after me at Tulane. So who knows? <laughs> but. ESPN is giving a lot of money up front due to the potential wide national interest of the teams in the AAC. I mean, as we've seen with the with UCF going undefeated back-to-back seasons, Memphis basketball right now is on the rise. They just com- got a commitment from the number one recruit in the nation. Uh, what's his name? Uh, James Wiseman, I believe, the center from Memphis. But um, yeah, so it's going to keep going up from here, and it... it Tulane is going to now be playing on ESPN, not just ESPNU or like ESPN the Ocho, but they'll be a they'll be playing on Friday nights, and I mean it should be exciting not just for Tulane but for the rest of the schools in the conference. Hey, nothing wrong with ESPN the Ocho, by the way. Like, no, yeah, there I, is nothing wrong no. with ESPN eight the Ocho. <laughs> uh, there's not. Um, hey, we were doing our NFL quarterback rankings early in the day. I gave you that list during the break. Um, you got an elite tier in your mind. You probably have had these discussions with your buddies. I think every football fan does. Uh, who would be your elite? Like if you, if you had in your mind your own elite tier of NFL quarterbacks, and I had Brady, Breeze, Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, and Andrew Luck in mine. Um, so I had six guys there. Who would be yours, Jacob? I mean, I would t- like. I think you're right on the money. I would shorten it a little bit just to Mahomes, Breeze, and Rodgers. I mean. So you're, you've got a very small elite list. Football. No Drew Brees. You know what? You can say no. That's fine. I'm, I'm I, just wondering. Come on. I'm a lifelong Saints fan. That's like what got me out to New Orleans. But, I mean, the thing is, is he's just old now. He's like 41, right? So, I mean, there, we've seen... Who's, who's, on, who's on your list again? I'm sorry. I'd say... Oh, wait, I think I said Brees. Yes. But, uh, but oh, did you actually, say Brees? You said Brady, Brees, Mahomes? I forget. That's my new list now, honestly. honestly. I can't honestly put Breeze on it because we've seen accuracy problems over the past couple years. And, I mean, he is only getting older. It's starting to decline a little bit. Mahomes is like the new gem, man. Like, I mean, honestly, Mahomes is – what can't that guy do? But football, to me, is a lot more about the teams and the players that I don't like more than the players that I like. 
Like, I would say a, a guy who is completely shot, I'm a big doubter in Nick Foles. Mm. The Nick Foles, I know he— Foles whatever. magic run, ran out last year. We could have been squashed by the Saints in the Superdome in the playoffs. Maybe. Oh, my God. I mean— that guy has more good karma than like <laughs> any, he does. like it's it's ridiculous. He's pl- his shoulder is literally made of fruit roll up. I don't know how he's able to like be so successful in these offenses. He's really only just throwing screen passes and like bubble screens. But he's gonna get exposed when they get when he goes to Jacksonville. Mind you, they made it to the AFC championship with Blake Bortles. So really it's not I guess it doesn't take much to make that team successful, but I think he's gonna get exposed. Yeah, in uh, indeed. Uh, who else did you have on there? Uh, no, Russell Wilson's an interesting one. So you're not a big uh, dangerous fan. No, I mean it's kind of just. There's a so one many man people show. that are in your in your camp. By the way, there's so many people who uh, are are still not sold on Russell, which I think surprised me. A storyline that's really not being talked enough right now is that Doug Baldwin might be out for the whole season. He might be done, done retired. I yeah. mean, that's Wilson's go-to guy. Am I wrong? So no, it is. I, I don't. I don't know. It shouldn't be this. The, mind you, this whole DK Metcalf like drama that's been going on the Ole Miss receiver who like had his own video on Bleacher Report for being like the next big thing that went viral he was like limited at Ole Miss because he could only run a, a couple routes mm-hmm. like, oft injured there too yeah which is why I think why he dropped to the bottom of the second round when Seattle picked him up yeah and it's like this whole emotional thing he's crying it's like oh how how would a teams miss out on him it's like he dropped to the second round for a reason it's like there was a Plenty of times he could have gotten drafted, but it's like there's clearly something wrong. Yeah, and all, all the teams obviously had their reservations about him. That's why he fell. Did you see the video of Metcalf and a shirtless Pete Carroll? Like when he got oh, introduced, that yeah. was that was an all-timer. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, credit to Pete Carroll for taking off the shirt himself. 67 years old. Like what? Come but, on. But I want to look like that DK when I'm 67. does DK Metcalf think he is? Just like waltzing into the Seahawks locker room. <laughs> wanting to, like, you know, newsflash to DK Metcalf. Every NFL receiver is ripped. Like it's not going to help you just by taking off. Off your shirt and like <laughs> going into the whatever meeting Pete Carroll for the first time just to show how jacked you are. It's not you're not getting drafted in the first round just because of it. Yeah, well I'll tell you if I had uh, if I had DK's body I'd probably just walk around shirtless all the time too. Something like three percent body fat on that guy. I mean that's yeah. I, mean, I don't know how that's incredible. humanly. Possible. Uh, you are getting I will say you are getting roasted maybe rightfully on the text line. Jacob, welcome to radio. You got to handle the roasting Give here a little bit. Uh, Breeze has accuracy problems the past few years. What he broke the all time completion percentage records. Uh, yeah, I just let that one lie. We talked about that. Another one uh, from the 504. Breeze isn't having accuracy problems. He broke the completion percentage record last season. Uh, he did, although late in the season, maybe not accuracy problems. Maybe more arm strength problems, and I think that's probably fair. Um, yeah, I so yeah. Let me rephrase that because I mean he's like great on the shorter passes, anything fifteen yards. But it's like the, it's really the long shots. And I true. know and that's, that's a fair criticism. That's yeah, a fair criticism. And honestly, I I hate these like general takes where it's just like oh like he's not good at the long ball because I don't have stats right now to <laughs> back myself up. No, I think but, Pro Football Focus did a, a little expose and saying that Breeze on passes twenty yards plus down the field, the, the decline over the last handful of years is is um, is evident. Yeah, I mean, which is I, why they've changed their offense, and I think it's been brilliant. And um, you know, I still have Breeze in my in my elite tier, but I think, yeah, on, on deep throws, 
his decline is is evident. I think the Saints work much better as a run-first offense. The passing on the first down kind of drives me crazy. It's shown to be efficient or at, at times. But, I mean, you have, like, Kamara in the back. I think the loss of Ingram is huge. The one-two punch was really unlike anything else in the NFL. And not only that, but Ingram was so good for that locker room morale, which I feel like is such a big part of the Saints. It was just too bad to let him go. And then to sign Latavius Murray. Like, well, I don't, I didn't get that. What's your take on that? Like, I really did not. I don't think Latavius Murray is going to be Mark Ingram. I'm talked about it on my show. I think it was a nice signing, but anybody who thinks he's going to step in and provide exactly what Mark Ingram did is just wrong from a locker room presence to the pass blocking, to the ability to be so versatile, whether it's uh, running the football or catching the ball out of the backfield. It's just Mark Ingram was, I thought one of the six seven best all-around running backs in the nfl and to think latavius murray is that i think is foolish and i don't don't think the saints think that by the way i think that mark ingram's agent made a miscalculation by all reports on exactly what he would get offered from baltimore and elsewhere and the saints would have kept him at that price tag that baltimore paid but his agent overplayed his hand this was an agent problem not a saints or a mark ingram problem necessarily I I completely agree. I really just hate the idea of locking down running backs because there are so many that come in every year. I mean, think about all the undrafted running backs that end up being prominent in the NFL. It's like, so to commit to a guy like an an aging running back like Latavius Murray, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, Jacob, always appreciate it, man. Uh, Wave Wednesday. Wave Wednesday. I know. I'm yeah. happy that we able we were able to get a little NFL in, but uh, yeah, it's a Wave Wednesday. Yeah, Wave Wednesday, and we will be back for Tulane Tuesdays next week. Hopefully, we get to Tulane wins this baseball series and then get their regional uh, possibilities back on track. I know, roll wave, man. We need Tulane to step go. it up. And uh, congrats on on the uh, commencement coming up, dude. That's big time. Thank you, thank you to all the people who are out there who helped me get through this. I know no one believed in me. <laughs> It was questionable whether I would make it past four grade, but you know what? I got my times tables down, and it was always it was all gravy from there. Did you wait? Wait, do they still use the old multiplication tables or this newfangled math and multiplication that they use now? Which I don't even understand. There's like cross tables, and I don't even what they call it. Anymore. I have no idea. We had a multiplication tree, which to this day was the hardest hardest assignment I ever had to do. It was a like tree? A literally, we had to design a tree, and then my parents would test me on it, and I literally didn't know but any of the answers, but I would just memorize <laughs> at what part of the tree the answer was <laughs> on. All right, dude. We'll talk to you next week. Right, Jacob Wasser. All right, Tulane Tuesday, Wave Wednesdays. Pardon me. Wave, Wave Wednesdays Wednesday. in the book. Uh, Tulane Tuesdays returns next week. Uh, NBA playoffs tied at 14. Houston Golden State midway through the first quarter. We'll update you on that game. And we come back here on the last lap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.